Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Another mailbag edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter, and he's Bradley Sal, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, and the Food of Ole3.com, where Brad could be found as well. Hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, Ben? What you been up to? Um, you know, we haven't done this in a minute, so I'm thinking you either forgot about me or I don't know. What was the deal? Oh, you really want to go down that road? <laughs> You're the one with you're the one with the busy schedule. Let's just put it that way. Oh, take ownership. Yeah, Finally, say you know what, audience. I've been lying to you. It is not Ben's fault. <laughs> it is my own. Accept accountability. It's a joint. It's a joint um, ownership here. What have you been doing, man? Hey, did you watch this weekend a sweep of Missouri for Ole Miss baseball? I watched on and off. We had a we had a softball tournament of our own. Um, but yeah, I watched on and off on my phone. It was, um, it was nice, man. And well, I think I texted you this week and I said, Hey, the, um, as bad as the season has been, if we were to get hot here at the end and somehow figure out a way to go 500 in the SEC, um, we would actually be okay. I mean, we'd have a chance to make it in and be Uh-oh. decent. But- oh, you're back. Oh God. Did I drink the Kool-Aid? Oh, you're back. It didn't take much at all, did it? Just a sweep of the worst team in the SEC. And all of a sudden, I'm not back. But if we beat LSU in a series, that they can, I may start doing that thing. I told you, you have that abusive relationship with Ole Miss baseball. Well, this time, you know, we're going to try to to go to counseling. (laughs) Oh, I know, dude. I know, I know. Get out of the abusive relationship. Sever the tie. Well, what if we would have won three of those close games? We would be, I mean, we would have, we would be okay. Like we would be in a little better situation with that. There's three that we blew. We blew. What was it? The state game. We blew, we blew uh, ifs and buts, ifs and buts. Who cares? But it just wasn't our, it hadn't been our year in the, in the, in the luck, in the luck um, category. So. I don't think luck is the reason why they're at a place where they have to win their way in at the end of the year to the SEC tournament. And, yeah, and luck, no, it, luck is certainly involved, but come on. Yeah, it's slop. It's just, yeah, you're right. It is sloppy play. I'm with you there. But, you know, hey, give ourselves a shot at the end. A sweep helped us. It, it essentially canceled out one of the sweeps from, from earlier in the year. I mean, it made it where we went one and two, one and two. So, um. Yeah, we just need to, we need one more good sweep, if possible. Five and one in their last six. Can they do it? According to you, Bradley. So two weeks ago, you just said no way. I'm off the Kool Aid. I've been weaned off of it. I don't think they can unless unless Hunter Elliott pitches the way he pitched. I mean, he's getting a little better there. So there's some positives there. Um. I don't know. I mean, they have the talent to do it, or whether they do it or not, or can actually pull it out at the end. I mean, they're going to be they're going to compete in these games for sure, but. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it honestly, it honestly wouldn't even shock me if this was like the year that we miraculously pulled it off, and that should, it would just be the most oldest thing ever. You know? Have you seen the latest Arch Manning drama? You know, I did. I saw where he wasn't. Um, he didn't mention Ole Miss in the article. I know people are freaking out about that, but dude, at this point, it's like I think they. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that you know they went out and found a quarterback that they liked. Well, you know, go get him, whatever, and. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think people need to start bracing, <laughs> bracing themselves. It doesn't, doesn't seem like he's very, uh, very into Oxford and Ole Miss. So um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I know about as much as anybody else on this, but, um, you know, it seems if he were to pick Ole Miss, it would be, I mean, be a shocker to, to everybody you know, involved. I just, I just don't see it. I wrote a column about it on Tuesday, and I said, hey, Arch Manning is probably not coming to Ole Miss. That's okay. I didn't even want to put probably 
but because I write for the Old Miss Spirit and some of my subscribers who I thank so much for your patronage, they can get in their feelings a little bit about Arch Manning. So I put probably. He's not coming to Ole Miss. And the reason why I said that's okay is not because, oh, yeah, Ole Miss didn't really want him. You're doing that whole thing where all of a sudden you, you don't have a chance. Ole Miss didn't want him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying it's okay for Arch to go make his choice, live his best life, do what's best for him, because Ole Miss is in a great place to where in another year it would have really hurt. Now, with where Ole Miss is now competitively, finally at a place where they have real year-to-year competitiveness, not just the stuff that was teased by Houston Nutt and David Cutcliffe, real actual competitive football to where you can talk about the SEC play, the championship, the college football playoff, and you don't sound like an idiot. Old days not getting arch would have been a program defining moment, would have sent you back for years, not anymore, because Ole Miss is in the best place with who they have, Lane Kiffin. It still stings. They won't arch. Everybody wants arch. I'm simply saying that Ole Miss can survive this in previous years, not so much. Yeah. How many people, even after he commits, are going to be like, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, he's still coming to Ole Miss. I guarantee it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if some people can actually handle an this. An unhealthy amount. Yeah, an unhealthy amount. It's like, no, nah, it's just a front, man. He's actually, actually low-key committed to Ole Miss. Like, people just need to start reading for what it is. I mean – and it's okay. It's fine. It's well, fine. I, I think so. I, I think you make a good point. Back in the day, you know, some odd years ago, it, it would sting a little more than it does now, where we have this whole transfer portal. We have, I mean, things can happen in a, in, on a heartbeat. This whole Jackson Dart thing came out of nowhere. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be able to get a a good solid quarterback. Whereas back in the day, man, it just seemed like when you missed a recruit, you know, to get a transfer in, they'd have sit out a year. All of a sudden, I mean, dude, now, I mean, there's gonna be a ton of ton of five stars out there that aren't happy with their playing time, ton of good quarterbacks that you're going to be able to pick up. And, you know, Ole Miss just got to find what guy that fits their offense. And, um, you know, the Reed guy does. So, I mean, they like him a lot. I mean, coach him up, coach him up, but make him, make him good, make him, you know, to where you can win a championship with him. You know, if, if we're that good at coaching, that's what we pay him $7 million bucks to do. So it's not going to be the end all be all. And, you know, and another thing is, I mean, Arch goes to Texas, whatever, like a lot of people are saying, I mean, didn't they just like pick up one of the greatest quarterback talents in the last some odd years or right. some crazy guy? Like, yeah. does he even play there? I mean, uh, uh, quickly. And another thing, too, if in a year he doesn't win the job or doesn't get on the field as fast as he wants to, maybe it's two years down the line, Ole Miss will be a transfer destination. That's what I was writing about on Tuesday. This is the difference that Ole Miss, even after losing Matt Corral, generational talent, historical talent at quarterback. When Eli left, you saw the disaster that happened. Matt Corral was transformative. In previous years, you lose that quarterback. Oh, Ole Miss is going to take a step back. One or two years, build it back up, and then there'll be that team that can compete again. Now, because of the advent of the NIL stuff and the transfer portal and Lane Kiffin being proactive and out in front of that, well, now Ole Miss every year has become a destination for transfers, high-level transfers. They just had a top-two transfer class. That's what not only is the future going to be all about this, it's the present right now. And to make Ole Miss, to Lane Kiffin making Ole Miss and making Ole Miss a destination school for transfers, it makes it to where this doesn't change anything. This changes nothing at all. And you know what? He still might end up at Ole Miss because in two years he might say, all right, I'm done. I'm going to use my penalty-free transfer, and I'm going to go home and do the whole Ole Miss arch great homecoming thing. So it's not even over. Just for right now, you need to be able to accept that the decision initially, and it might change down the line. It might end up at Ole Miss, or he might win the job. Become I don't know. It's just for now, this initial decision is yeah. not going to be Ole Miss, and that's needs to be fine with. You need to be fine with that. Yeah, and people need to just put their minds in a hey, we won't arch everybody. Everybody does. Player. You know what? And and if we get them, great. Let's celebrate it. Cool. But if we don't, like Ole Miss can can still win games without Arch. That they just had their best regular season in program history without a Manning at quarterback. So like, there's other people out there that can play the position and that Kiffin can get to fit the offense. Um, and, and there's a, there's a lot of other players without the last name that that can win a national title, which they do every year. You know, so it's like, you know, do we want them? Yes. Would it be an amazing story? Would it would it help everybody out? Not would it would it just be in a great deal? Yes. We all want the kid, but. 
the end of the day, man, it, it's up to him. You, you actually hope the best for the kid. If it was Ole Miss, great. If not, then, you know, wish him the best, man. I mean, it, it, it's it's not the, the end all be all. People have clinged to this a little too too hard and a little too much, man. I mean, it's, it is what it is at this point. You know, he either comes or he doesn't. And if he doesn't, you know, root him on unless he goes to Alabama or something like that. And then, you know, it is what it is. We, we want him, but it isn't going to make or break this program. I'm telling you now. It's time to open the mailbag, but first, have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement or if you're ever actually going to be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler a call. He specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dreams. You can call him today at 662-296-0186, the 662-296-0186, and start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler. Let's open the mailbag. Mail time. The mail's here. You've got mail. Special mail for you. This is a letter to Hollywood saying, keep it up. Movies are great. Starting first at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliateofone3.com, the message board. My buddy Kyle Varell, if, when, Ole Miss and Bianco part ways, do you think guys like Gonzalez or any of the young pitchers will leave? I think so. Yes, I think that's inevitable. Yeah, I think a player could leave or so, but like Gonzalez, I mean, what's the benefit for him? I mean, he's got one more year and he's he's probably going in the first round somewhere. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he could follow Bianca, but there's really no benefit for him. Maybe I could see a younger pitcher or something. But, you know, also on the flip side of that, whoever they hire as coach is probably going to bring in guys too, just like LSU with Trey Berry last year and – um, you know, uh, other guys are going to come in and follow this coach. That's just part of this. is the nature of the beast, man. That's right. I will only say that should not be any consideration at all when you're deciding whether or not to uh, make a change at head coach of Ole Miss baseball. Tracer yeah. round last September, Terry Warren came on Rebel Leo hotline and stated there would be a hearing in November that would release much of the suppressed testimony from the case. What happened to the hearing? I have no idea. What is the status of the case? I have no idea. What is next? <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea. What exactly? I mean, I guess I'll ask you this off the line, but I don't even know what the Rebel Rags case is or what it even has to do with it. It has to do with Rebel Rags uh, back when Ole Miss was getting investigated. Uh, it was named in the NOA, and uh, Terry Warren was disassociated because of his, quote, involvement in unsubstantiated claims by the NCAA, but because the NCAA is not – uh, a fair judge and jury, they can just say, oh, no, we, we can't prove that you're guilty, but you're guilty anyway. And they punished Terry Warren, and Terry's now suing them for that. So it's going to be about Terry and getting back uh, reassociated, I guess is what it would be, with Ole Miss again, so he could actually give money and do all that kind of stuff that he wants to do. Yeah, Terry, Terry's a great guy. I too, love Terry. Man. Great dude. I, I did not know all that happened. Um, obviously, I, I didn't follow at the time, so that's yeah, that stinks. I did not I didn't even know that was even going on. Yeah, but for it to help Ole Miss is – Nothing really you can do. Tracer Round would like to hear more specifics from your sources in Nashville reread. I'm going to get somebody, maybe David Morse, former Ole Miss quarterback, that has direct uh, knowledge and has worked with him on the podcast. Ole Miss Rebel Chuck, do you think there is an Omaha or bust agreement between Mike Bianco and Keith Carter? I don't think there's an agreement. It's an understood agreement, if that makes sense. It's kind of like everybody knows what the stakes are. Dude, yeah, the Omaha bus. Let's just—I mean, we're just hoping for the SEC tournament at the moment. Like, I mean, yeah, Omaha bus is. Um, I think that's just a given. But I mean, let's just. Gosh, we're just trying to trying to hang on by a thread here. That's so bad. Low running uh, hook for Brad. What happens with Jalen Cunningham? Is he on the offensive line or defensive line? And why has he not been an effective player inside on the offensive line? Um, you know, he got moved to deal on last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I think they moved him back over, um, just, just based off the depth on the, on the deal on this year. Um, you know, I, the times I've seen him, man, he looks the part, he really looks the, the part, um, you know, compared to, compared to most other guys. Apparently he's extremely strong. Um, I, I don't know why it hasn't clicked. I mean, sometimes this happens, man, I'd have to be in the room to get a little, little closer look of his mindset and um you know how, how what all he's what all he's struggling process or what he's doing but yeah i mean uh, every time i've seen him and i've been like hey this kid could be really good it's just a matter of you know when's the like and actually click i know he's been here a while so 
yeah, I'll watch it closely. I'll see see if he kind of what he looks like when I go out there and stuff. And um, you know, you're hoping a kid like that can eventually, you know, the light can turn on because I think that the physical gift is there, and I think the ability is is there to be a good player. He just gotta, you know, he, you gotta get in, get in, and um, you know, you know, make it happen. Rambling rebel, is there any factor slash thing that could shift Arches sway the rebels way? Well, everybody's gonna have the money. His NI evaluation or NI valuation number is like what three point one million. I don't know. I don't know how he would uh, at this point it, how he would sway back this way. Yeah. Like what maybe? I mean, Lane Kiffin just led Ole Miss to its greatest regular season, like you said, ever. Ten wins in the regular season. I don't know what else he could do. You know what, Ben? I'm just gonna call it like it is. I find it extremely odd that Ole Miss isn't more of a factor in this, and. You know, I try to put my finger on like how wide almost it has to be. It has to do with, I mean, either they don't like the off. I'm just speculating. I'm just saying, like, it has to, maybe they don't like Kiff. I don't know what the deal is, but you would have thought almost would be more of a factor in this recruitment, but it almost seems like we're, we're a non factor. I mean, so it, it's something that somebody doesn't like or whatever um, going on because, um, yeah, you would have thought Ole Miss would be a little more factor than than they are. So I don't know. I don't. I just I just have found it. I know a lot of Ole Miss fans feel the same way I do. I just found it kind of odd that we haven't been more of a factor in this. I don't know what it is, and I don't know exactly about this part of it. I know a lot about it, but this part of it I don't know a lot about. I know there's a lot of speculation out there, and it's been discussed on message boards that maybe Archie and the Manning family don't like Kiffin. I don't know that. I have no clue. I've asked about it and. The, the people I've talked to said, oh, that's nothing. That's just message board fodder. But when you try to pinpoint why almost is not a factor, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying I get if somebody goes, you know, maybe the Mannies don't like Kiffin. I don't agree with it. I don't know. But I can understand why you go there, why you get there. Yeah, because there's no other reason. I mean, if there was another coach here, would he would he be more interested? Or was he just simply just doesn't like him? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's odd. It's real odd, man. My, we got to get just... Arch Manning on Talk of Champions. That's your I next understand. project. You got Austin Anderson on. Now it's Arch Manning. You got to up the stakes. Yeah. What a what a step up. What a step up. We'd have to get there. Yeah, Miss- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mississippi uh, Blue yeah. at Brad. As a Mississippi kid who's had a chance to live in different cities across the country, which city has been your favorite to live in and why? It's Chicago. He's going to say Chicago. Yeah, well, I, I would say I would preface that with two cities, man. I think that so Arizona was really cool because I like to golf and it just was a really cool play. I mean, every day the sun was out, like it almost felt like a, a, a destination city or something, you know, like nice. Place. So it's just a cool vibe to live in. But Chicago was was just this old school feel like a lot of tradition, a lot of. A lot of just old places and old really cool things to go hang out with, and and they just love the they love the Bears, man. So it was like it was like playing for Ole Miss if Ole Miss had three million um, citizens in the city, you know, like they just loved the Bears, and it was a cool place I thought, for tradition purposes and you know old school Chicago. I thought Chicago was just a it was just a cool experience, man. I mean, it was all around just just a, a really neat place to live. Mississippi eighteen forty eight Reb Ben. Is it still in the works to get an interview with Jackson Dart? That is always in the works. There is an open invitation for Jackson Dart to come on this podcast. Is he and Luke remaining in Oxford for the summer? Yes. Just wondering if the quarterbacks and the receivers are working together throughout the summer. That happens. That's a pretty normal yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that, that should certainly happen. AK Rebel 84 what is your opinion on the NAIA basketball transfer? Okay, let me think. Is that Miles Burns? I don't know about him all that much other than what people have told me, including Stacy Hollowell, who is his head coach at Loyola, New Orleans, who has now been hired as associate AD on Kermit Davis' staff. That's not one of the three on-floor assistant jobs. That is what Bobby Lutz was doing last year, and Bobby's deal was only a one-year thing. Bobby is no longer uh, a part of the program. He will not be taking the last assistant job that is left open. But as far as Miles Burns, Stacey Holloway said that he um, was the most impactful NAIA big, in his opinion, since Dennis Rodman. But offensively, I don't know if he gives Ole Miss anything of uh, really what it needed. Breeze, is Mike Bianco's record against Mississippi State acceptable for an Ole Miss head coach? No, obviously not. 
Landshark54. Brad, do you have any idea of why we don't utilize screens that much in the offense we run? Um, you know, if you look at if you look at the difference in, in year one and year two, two two big things pop out to me. One, we did not use a screen in year two the way we did in year one. If you go back and look at the Alabama game, you know, that was one of our biggest weapons. And um, you know, we, we really, really used that in year one last year. I, I mean, I think I messaged you or text you a time or two about it. I was like, hey, we never do screens anymore. Like, what's the deal? You know, so that and the and the tight end usage. I think those are two main things that I thought were were different going in. A tight end makes sense because you know you 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 lose your boa, but the screen game, you know, versus a team like Baylor or something like that, you would have thought you know that would have been a pretty effective um, you know, effective plays with the way they're rushing and blitzing and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we bring them back. But yeah, I'm the same way. I felt like I felt like we did not utilize it enough, and um, you know, especially especially like the way we did year one. Recon Reb, where do we stand with Jade Rashada? Still pursuing him. I think Ole Miss is a top three option. Does Brad consider us having good depth at offensive line? Um, I think we have some. I think we have some guys that have potential. Um, like I said, I'd like to see us add add a guy or two in the from the portal, but it doesn't look like that's that's happening just yet. So um, you know, you can never have enough O linemen. You really don't know what you have until you see guys get in the game and have some game experience. But it looks like on paper we have some good, promising young guys. But, you know, anytime there's an injury or two to start in five, it's just not going to look the same. Barry, Brad, Brad death, bad wrath. Do y'all think Luke will be named the starter for week one with Dart having, quote, packages? Sure does seem like Luke is ready for it. I think they're going to alternate for the first uh, three or four games. Man, it's going to be tough for the coaches to pick because we're playing, you know, the first come on games are not versus, you know, the greatest opponents. So either guy's going to get in there and look, should look decent. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're either, I don't know if these quarterbacks are really designed for like packages. Neither one of them, you know, not, not like either one of them are blazing speed or does something different than the other. I think whoever wins this job is going to be the, the guy until the other one plays himself out of it. HYDR2, do you think our offensive line this year will be a strong run-blocking line such that we will have more rushing yards than last year, even with new running backs? I know they're ranked high, though, and maybe a quarterback that will run less than Corral did. Um, You know, I think I think we'll be good, man. I think – I don't know – I don't know necessarily strong just because we got to see – you know, you got two of your, your starters that have started – um, you know, a ton of games in the SEC, but they're playing different positions. So it's almost like a wash. It's like, hey, you know, Broker hasn't played any games at guard and James hasn't played any games at left tackle and it's not as easy to switch. So, you know, I'll be interested to see how that group comes together. On paper, they look decent. They got they got some guys with some experience. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see see as we get going, um, you know, how it all gels together. But anytime you're, you're switching up two positions, or really, you look across the board, it's an all-new five. Every, every player's in a new spot, you know, except maybe, I don't know, I guess the right guard could be the same spot. But every player's kind of a different spot, so it's almost like a new O-line. They all got experience, but you're hoping it gels together and looks as good as it looks on paper. We'll get right back to Bradley Sal in this mailbag edition of Talk of Champions after we hear briefly from Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, BNA Bank, and a couple of other proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Ah, it's springtime in Oxford again. Who doesn't love springtime in Oxford? Flowers bloom and the squares popping. Ole Miss baseball, a little Ole Miss spring football. It's honestly one of the best times of the year, so why not enjoy it? See all the beauty that Oxford has to offer in a brand new car, truck, or Jeep. Well, if you're in the market, the only place to go, Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates them from every other dealership in Oxford, Mississippi, as Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now, this is the only place to go. And when you go, ask for Brian or Mason. Tell them Talk of Champions sent you. And take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides by contacting them at 662 662- Two three four eight thousand. That's six six two two three four eight thousand. Twenty two zero one East University Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. Alan Samuels, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. 
BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Rebel Joe, who do you think will be our baseball coach next season? I'll go Dan McDonald. I'm hoping we write Vitelli a massive check, but it's okay. You're going to have to let them go, man. Forward Rebel, Ben, what's your opinion on the basketball additions this offseason? Clunky fits for what Ole Miss was offensively and what they needed, but uh, I get what he's going for because defensively he targeted uh, defense and toughness as what Ole Miss lacked last year. And you could say that's debatable, but that's what the head coach identified. And he signed, what, three defensive players of the year in their conferences? And if he adds Josh Mbala from Buffalo, that would make four. Offensively, it makes it's a lot of redundancy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a clunky fit, so that means he's looking more for Deshaun Ruffin and Matthew Morrell to take steps over what these guys can bring from an instant impact offense standpoint. DM Harris 7, Brad, how much does crowd noise really affect the players on the field? Um, a lot more than the average fan would realize, um, especially on offense. Whenever you're the you're the away team, I mean, it is. I would say you're probably seventy five percent of as good as you can be um, at you know instead of being at home. So, you know, it's just really hard to see um, or really hard to, to hear the snap counts. You're having to look at the ball. You can't look at your guy. I mean, it, it is really tough. I mean, I think it's significantly harder to play on the road um, than when you play at home. So, yeah, home, home field advantage is huge, um, huge for, for – especially with the with the loud crowd noise. It's huge for a, a home team. Mississippi 1848 Red Ben slash Brad, is it a fact that Archie has an issue with Kiffin? Not that I know of. If so, what is it? That's the question. I hear talk about it on the board, but I haven't read any specifics as to what it is. I don't want to speculate either, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know either, man. It's, it's odd. It, it really is odd that he's, that it's not more of a, um, not more involved. Queen City Reb 21. Brad, why does the market absolutely suck right now? Oh man. Tell me about it. It's been, it's been brutal. Um, we're getting close. We're getting close to the bottom though. Just hanging there. Spy is going to go down to 3,800 and no spy SBX is, Sorry, S&P is going down to, I think, somewhere around 3,800. And I think the line in the sand for SPY is about 376. So once we get around there, I think we're we're going to get close to close to buying territory. But, man, it has just been – there's some people taking some real haircuts and a lot of a lot of companies taking some real haircuts. But, you know, it's just the, it's just the way, way the market 
market is right now, man. We we inflated it so so big over the last couple of years. It's um, you know, it's it's just it's it's brutal. It's really there. Ain't no other way, ain't no other way to put it. You remember Charlie Brown's teacher? I don't. I don't watch. I don't think I watch Charlie Brown. But anyways. Okay. Well, you don't like Joy. That's fine. Charlie Brown's teacher. Every time he or she would talk, would go womp 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 womp. That's basically yeah. what you sound like to me when you're talking about the market. I don't understand. It's just womp 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 womp. Well, Ben, you gotta you gotta invest. You gotta save. We'll we'll talk about this after All the right, show. Okay, fine. Kitchener Leslie, when did you lose faith? It might be Anko. Oh. And why was it when he bunted Logan Power in the first inning of a Game 3 Super with no outs and a runner in scoring position, or is that just me? No, now that I remember that, that's it. Fine, I'm with you. Who he doesn't does, bunt anymore, though, to his credit. He's changed. He's adapted. What is, what is Coach Kent, his name is, what does he say about bunting? You know, have you seen the videos? <laughs> the Coach, Coach Kent, Kent talks about all right, I'll see in the videos yeah, afterwards. Anybody, anybody that knows about Coach Kent, they know what he says about Bun Man. Post it, post it for Ben. Rebel zero five zero four does a five hundred SEC finish, and one game at Hoover get us in a regional. Yes. Uh, you have to have five hundred SEC to get in a regional. Yeah. Raleigh Oof. Wolf. Uh, okay. Does our new basketball coach have international recruiting contacts? That's a great question. Not that I'm aware of. ASIC, all things being equal based on talent, potential, system fit alone, who would you take, Manning or Rashada? Um, See, here's the problem. This is a trap question. Because if I'm honest and I said Rashada, you would go, oh, it's just sour grapes. Not you. Uh, It was this Raleigh. No, this was ASIC. I'm talking about the Mississippi State first responders on social media. That certainly listen to this podcast, just go, oh, here we go. Here's Spirit Ben. Saying, yeah, there you go, you homer. Scheme fit. If Kiffin's <laughs> still the coach, Rashada fits better. He does. Who would I take of the two? Arch Manning, because outside of Lane Kiffin, only one thing could boost business like him Arch Manning. Rashad is a, both of them are great talents. Rashad probably fits the offense a little better, but you know, anytime you own pieces of real estate in Oxford, you're you're hoping for a Manning. So yeah, there you go. Special K re Arch Manning. Oh boy, it is the Arch Manning pod. I am surprised how much weight is given to non-binding commitments predictions at this point of the year. Do you think Texas will still be a favorite for Arch if Sark is under pressure or fired? He's not going to be fired. Uh, if he did, I think that would maybe change things. What happens to the Clemson commit if Dabo comes under pressure? Clemson, well, I mean, yeah, a lot of different things could happen, but those are hypotheticals, and we have to go by what's happening right now. What's happening right now is it's not looking good. And quarterbacks typically rec- uh, commit earlier than other prospects, and they hold on to that commitment even with coaching changes. It's very rare. Like Matt Corral decommitting from Florida and ending up at Ole Miss, that's not a, a very uh, common thing. It's a rare occurrence. And yet, it happened with Ole Miss and Matt Crowell and it worked out. But typically, you don't see that. Still, at the end of the day, this is his first decision. It's not his last decision. I just want people to be prepared for what's going to come. Seabass Reb, did that make any sense at all? Yeah, no, you, it's a well-stated, well man. I mean, okay, because I thought it was just rambling nonsense. It's late. We're tired. I've been out. Gracie decided that she wants to play soccer again. It's been two years, Brad. And then yesterday she goes, hey, daddy, I want to play soccer. I want to try out for travel soccer. She's nine. You know, they take it seriously now. Well, she had to borrow some cleats from her friend. She was the little homeless girl that walked up and said, I want to play too. She had to borrow some cleats, borrowed a water bottle, some water. She didn't even have drinking water. Had to borrow some of that too. Had to play, had to practice and try out with a flat ball because she didn't have one. She was a little homeless girl. Sure, little girl, come and play. And then today I had to spend a hundred and something bucks on new stuff. She made the team. That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. God. Does she play softball? No. She she kind of stopped playing sports. She was into art and piano. And you can like all these things. It's not like you have to pick one. But she had shown more interest in more dedication to piano and art and uh, theater, that kind of stuff. 
And then she decided an hour before tryouts, yeah, I want to try out for that. And she had nothing. And now she really worked hard. How do I handle this as a parent? She's really worked hard, and I think she's going to make the team. But if she doesn't, I don't want her to be disappointed because she really went out there and worked hard. She gave it her best. And that's why I said, you gave it your best, and whatever happens, happens. I'm proud of you. But, man, I bought all this stuff. She's hyped for soccer. I'm not ready for a letdown. So, hey, if you're a listener coach, I hope you know you have all the pressure of Ole Miss fans everywhere to add Gracie to travel soccer in New Albany. Yeah, but, you know, she's only nine. If she doesn't make it now, she can always get better and make it later. Hey, you know I mean? yeah, Michael <laughs> Jordan was cut by his high school team. Isn't that exactly. The exactly. That's dude. right, man. I'll pull I that quit, out. Yeah, I'll I pull that out. I quit seventh one. and eighth grade football both seasons, literally. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't play till ninth grade, dude. So. so you were a punk in seventh and eighth grade. You just took your ball and went home. Well, I wanted to play basketball and baseball. Oh, dude. yeah. You can play, you can play mm-hmm. basketball. You, you said that. You can hoop. I can hoop a little bit. A little bit. Can you shoot threes? Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, uh, try. I pick the right sport. So you're not a modern day four or five. You're you're a back yeah. to the basket. You're you're like Shaq Diesel down there. Baseball was my thing, man. Like I was better at baseball than than most anything growing up. Better than football. Absolutely. Dang. In high school, in high school, I was a much better baseball player than football player. Somebody fend for me out there. I know somebody's played against me. Did you get any offers? No, I did not. I was probably too big. Dude. How many football three. offers did you get? One, Ole Miss. That was it. Yeah, that's all I got, dude. I, I took a visit to Tennessee, but I got my one offer in tenth grade and committed. And then, I mean, like no joke. This is how this is how goofy I was, dude. In in, in high school, like this is how much of an Ole Miss fan I was. Mississippi State, Sylvester Cream came down to talk to me one day in at the school. And I was like, I ain't going down there. I go and talk to him. You State. straight up cold shouldered Sylvester Croom? Him and him and everybody else that came. It was crazy. It was looking back on it, it was, it was the stupidest thing. No, it wasn't. That's heard. awesome. If any no, like, Ole Miss fan tries to question your Ole Miss love, come on. No, I, I would not go down to the front office to go shake his hand or meet him. That is awesome. And that is, and anybody that knows me back from high school, that is 100% a fact. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. It's so stupid. Like, what, dude? You just got to shake the man. Like, hey. Go no, no, dude. I, mean, I ain't going down there, man. I'm Mississippi State. I'm not going down there. Like, oh. dude, how stupid and immature. But, hey, that was me, dude. That was me. I Let hate me ask you a question. Stuff. Knowing what you know now, are you not proud of young Brad? For doing yeah, that? I mean, for I, saying, heck no. My, but the respect and like you, you know, don't respect, but no, but you're a hardcore Ole Miss guy. You hate state, hate them. Yeah, but like you don't do it like that. Though. Like if, if I have a <laughs> apparently son, you do. Like, like if I have a son that's being recruited and he doesn't get out to shake a coach's hand and like thank him for coming, like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed. No, see, I think what you're gonna but do dad, is you're gonna like, tell you know, that son. My dad was like, hell yeah, good job. Yes, like, that's what, what I'm saying. You're gonna do the same thing, <laughs> like. If he spurned Nick Saban, you'd be like, son, that is not how you treat people. But if he spurned, who's the head coach? Mike Leach. If he spurned yeah. Mike Leach, you would think it was hilarious. It would be different. Dude, my dad my dad probably actually called the school and was like, yeah, don't be trying to brainwash my son. <laughs> I love your dad. I don't even know him. Never met him. Have not, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup at, at like a jail cell. Dude. Oh. He probably loved, looking back on. It, he probably loved it. He's probably man. He ain't talking about dang gum bulldog. In your true bones, in your, in your bones, you feel that way too. You're the same way. You're like hell yeah, I did back in high school. Screw that, man. Yeah, I, I did. I I've always not That's been very fond. Yeah, we were off the track. See Bass Reb chances of landing the transfer from Buffalo. I think they're going to. It's uh, Maryland or Ole Miss. H Toddy, where's Dion? Come to the sip. He's still uh, trying to finish up his classes. As far as I know, he's still coming in the summer. Show up, show out. Brad, not to be nosy, but are you moving from Oxford or building near Oxford? I guess that might be seen as nosy, but we would hate to lose you. You know, I, so I, I sold my home in Oxford for, um, I think you just look at value reasons, man. I mean, we, we wanted to build for a while, and, you know, we, we bought a lot here in Oxford. And then, sure enough, another home pops up today or yesterday, and, 
we ended up we ended up scooping that up. So it is it was a random home that was um, already built and just you know they just, for whatever reason that as it's being finished still being finished, they just backed out of it and we came in and was like, hey, let's let's scoop it up. So you know we're staying in Oxford for we'll be here for the long term. Our kids love it here. The schools are great. The the, the sports are great. It's it's a great place to live. Let's go to Twitter. Trey Porter at CRP Triple I. Can we expect Leatherwood? to be penciled in in right field from here on out. He's not burning it up at the plate, but the team does seem to play better when he's in there. You would hope so. He's playing a lot more lately, a lot more yeah, consistently well, than he ever has. I think down the, down the stretch here, Ben, it's, you know, for, for Bianco, and I actually live by a former player who I was talking to about this, man. When it comes time to crunch time, dude, go with your most experienced guys. Like, just put put your experience in there and let them rip. Like, I mean, Leatherwood's been around the block. He's, you know, he he – let let them put put your experienced guys in there when it matters. Leave them in there. Like I I think that that the point that that was made when I was talking to this guy was like, hey, we just need to leave our guys in there, and let them play. Like we 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 focus too much on the hey, righty lefty matchup. Just put your best nine out there and go. You know. So um, yeah, I think it's good to see him see him in there, and I, th- I think he's just going to go with the experience going forward. Mike Bianco loves him a lefty righty matchup. Loves yeah, that it. was cool. Like in nineteen ninety five. Dude, like, put my best hitter in there. Like, let's let's roll. Preaching to the choir, but Mike Bianco loves him some lefty-righty matchups. Tyler Patrick at Tyler Two Patrick. Chances of getting Jaden Rashad? I'd say thirty-one percent. Nubby at Nub Sup sixty-nine. Ben, <laughs> if Brad were a Harry Potter character, who would he be? Justin Finch Finchley. No, no, you would be uh-huh. Goyle. You would be Goyle. You would be Goyle. You know who Goyle was? He was a Slytherin. You know who Slytherin, what Slytherin is? It's one of the four houses of Hogwarts, founded by Salazar Slytherin, okay? And Draco Malfoy believed himself to be the heir to Slytherin, but he was not. But I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read the books. It's been like, what, 30 years? Doesn't matter. He had two uh, henchmen with him at all times at Draco Malfoy. Crab and Goyle. Goyle basically was just a bully. He was just a jerk. So was Draco, but he was the muscle for the jerk. Anyway, Goyle and Deathly Hollows actually tries to use one of the three unforgivable curses of Vada Kedavra, the killing curse, when uh, they're fighting the Battle of Hogwarts against Harry and Hermione and Ron. And then he burns up and dies. So guess what, you jerk? You are Goyle. You're a mean I'm bully. Look- He's going to die alone. I'm looking at Goyle. Got to work. Is he a UFC fighter now? <laughs> is, that a bad- is he really? Oh, Efferdine. 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 Let's see. Oh, my God. He is. He looks like a Russian agent in Air Force One. Wow. He's a real UFC fighter. He's Goyle. a UFC. Goyle is a. Holy crap. Okay. Well, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know about that? Moving on. <laughs> shop to friends. That <laughs> shop to friends. Does Bianco survive this year? I don't think so. Bruce, hashtag fire Bianco. Ooh, at a true rebel underscore 99. How much do you reckon Arch Manning's NIL price will be? Think of Nico's and uh, put like two, three, six more million on it. Harris Bell at HBell38. Will Caden Costa ever kick again for Ole Miss? I think he will now because they've taken a kicker from Charlotte who will only replace him for one year. So I think they're expecting him to be ruled eligible after this year. He won't play this year. And because he's still on the roster, that tells me that they want to keep him because he's an incredibly talented kicker. Probably the most talented kicker, true kicker, Ole Miss has ever had. Caleb Sailors. What odd, what an odd situation that's been, dude. Like, when do you ever have You know the story, and you know you want me to tell the story, but I can't tell the story. No, it's just odd. I mean, come on, kicker. Like, what do you need to do to get suspended? You know the story. Stop. You know what happened. Stop playing dumb. I told you, and I feel like a dickhead for having to say that because you're playing the whole, oh, I wonder what happened. It's kind of odd. No, I'm not not playing that. I just think that, like, no, I'm just saying, like, from a – from like I mean I, I get we all know what he did, but it's like why? Like why would you do something to get suspended? Like you're. I don't think dude. he did that. Kick and ball. you know he it was stop. You know the story, Caleb Sailors, at real 
Caleb Sailors. You're a jerk. You are a goyle. Which additional hero are you most excited for in the MCU? Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four? Doe at OLMstead Inc. Will the USFL last? If so, how long? Dude, those things have filled. I mean, like, how many leagues has there been since? I mean, I, I can't even keep up at this point. It's just really hard. It's a, that they, I mean, that's a really, really hard thing to do is is to create teams. It's just so much expenses, so much overhead. I mean, the travel. I mean, it, it's it's a real. It would take a massive investment from a big group that would be willing to to let it ride for five, six years of just straight up losses. But, I mean, you're talking about state. I mean, it's just it, – I think the overhead is just too much to overcome. The only thing that I think that, that could potentially work is if the NFL actually created a farm system and helped funded it and let them use the stadium and all that stuff, that that would make a, a, a separate football league work. But I don't know that, that, that they would, you know, find that expense to be worth it, um, you know, in value. Ole Miss Burner phone at Kiffin's Burner. Do you know when the semester ends at LSU? I don't, but since I have my computer, let's go look. Hold on. Let's find out. What is this, a spring semester 2022? Everybody wants to know. Here we go. Final exams are made. Oh, it's over. It's over. Official breaking news. Breaking news. The semester, according to my sources, a two-second Google search. The LSU semester is over, and Deion Smith is now, well, no, Ole Miss is now on Deion Smith watch. When can we expect a commitment from Deion Smith? I would say he's not going to ever commit. He's just going to roll at Ole Miss in June and appear on the roster and everybody go, oh, that did happen. Gates Allen at Gates Allen 3. Deion Smith and Jalen Robinson update. Deion I expect in June, and I think Ole Miss leads for Jalen Robinson and will ultimately land him. They would like to add two wide receivers. Trey Stuttered, if not more. Trey Stuttered at Trey Stuttered. With Seattle rebuilding, do they re-sign DK, trade him before his contract ends, or just let him play out this year and figure it out? Um, I mean, if they were smart, they'd trade him. Um, they're just not going to be a very good team in my in my mind. And, um, you yeah, know, there's no need to, to pay a, a big-time wide receiver. You might as well go out and get some young draft capital, just kind of like what the, um, you know, the Titans did with, uh, with AJ, except they are a little better team. But, you know, I, I just think that, you know, for DK's sake, too, I mean, shoot, the last thing I wanted to be doing is playing with Drew Lock, a quarterback, or one of these quarterbacks that's unproven. So, I mean, I think the smart thing from Seahawks would be to, to trade him. And for DK's best interest, hey, I want to go to a contender. I want to go where the quarterback's going to be to be to light me up, you know. So, um, you know, but if they bring up, if they give him the right money, which Seattle typically is kind of weird about that, uh, um, yeah, I'm sure he'd want to stay cool place to play but for career sake i mean if i'm him i'm trying to get with a really good quarterback to keep it keep it rolling Ole miss sports at rebel sports talk you didn't answer the last mailbag from twitter from last time you didn't answer the last mailbag from twitter oh i didn't answer your question i like to resume that same i'm sorry you didn't tell me what the question was we answer everything i just must have accidentally skipped it it wasn't intentional i'm not afraid to answer your questions Ole miss sports at rebel sports talk Crypto God 32 at Young Metaverse. Which undrafted guys do you think have a real shot of making an NFL roster? I'll say Dontario Drummond and T. Tisdale. What say you? Um, I would say Ben Brown has a good chance because O-linemen are tougher to find. Um, you know, e- Ely has a chance on special teams if he um, – you know, if he can really do good in the return game and and show some some good flashes at running back, um, he'll have an outside shot at it. Um, I think those are probably the best the best two shots. Um, Braylon Sanders can is a guy that can surprise some people, and so I think Jalen Jones as well in Chicago, he'll have a chance there. Um, I think Braylon Sanders is one of those guys. If he goes in there and doesn't get hurt and runs well. You know, I can see teams at least keeping him around for a little while to see if he can develop into like a downfield threat. Why do you think Jalen Jones has a chance to stick with the Bears? I was actually going to do a breakdown of him and haven't done it. So, um, well, so a lot of times guys like that that are just good quality players get a bit overlooked, and I can only say that from experience. You know, sometimes you're just the, the, you don't have like that crazy quality, but you, when you go out there. And he's played as long as he's played, and just you know, I can see him going out there and just doing doing all the little things right, and then be like, dang, he's actually a good player. And 
will probably likely be a really good special teams player. So I can see him like carving out a, a special teams role. They're always looking for that young, cheap option to to make to make one. There's always like one or two roster spots that are just straight up special teams, and it's usually some bit of some form of a, a safety or DB and a linebacker. And they're they're just there to be core special teams guys. And I could see him being one of those mature core special teams guys that can surprisingly stick on there for a little while. Kind of like the the Moors have the um, I think it's the AJ CJ Moore whatever. They're kind of they kind of start out on special teams. Kind of what Brandon Bolton did, to be honest with you. I mean, he wasn't just going to get on a ton of offensive time, but he was so. If you watch their film, he is so good on special teams, man. And that's kind of how he carved out his role. And then he, you know, a little older, a little mature, they give him some carries every now and then, and he, and he makes the most of it. Chris Baker at real underscore bald underscore Baker. Will you be upset if a second NFL team comes to Dallas? I'm a Cowboys fan, and uh, no, because there's nothing that the Cowboys can do at this point that can hurt me anymore. And Rick Defin at Rick underscore Defin. Why do you think Arch Manning is considering Georgia when Kirby Smart has such a legendary track record of squandering quarterback talent? Dude, it's all Mr. Texas. Likely not all Miss Texas. It's Texas, dude. Like that's 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 the way I see it. So I don't think it's SEC unless it's Ole Miss. Fair enough. I'll take your word for it. He's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. This has been another rousing edition of a Talk of Champions mailbag podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review Talk of Champions in iTunes, and when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, an affiliate of On3.com. Check us out. Thank you, buddy. We'll do it again, maybe. I don't know. You're the busy one. All right. See you, Ben. Howdy, toddy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.